Thank you for joining us for this week's 908 message. 908 is a contemporary, student-led ministry based out of Concordia St. Paul. You can follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. We hope you join us some Wednesday night and are blessed through the words of our speaker. Please join me in prayer. Heavenly Father, we thank you for this day. We thank you that we can gather in this place of worship to worship you. Lord, we know that there's no amount, or the amount that you've given us is endless, and the amount we can give back to you is so little. But Lord, we thank you for letting us gather here to worship you. In your name we pray, amen. Well, welcome everyone back to school. I hope you all had a blessed Christmas and a wonderful new year. Um, and welcome to 2019. Holy cow. It's hard to believe that the incoming freshman class next year, none of them will be born in the 1900s. That's crazy. And I'm sure some of the older people here are thinking it's crazy that people born in the mid-1990s are graduating this year, which is crazy. So, like Alex said, my name is Nick, and I want to give you a quick intro that I'm sure a lot of you have heard before. So no one told me life was going to be this way. Thank you. Um, I will say my job is not a joke. Shelly PT, thank you. I love my job here. Um, I am broke. I'm a college student. We, most of us are. And my love life, you can finish the rest. So in all seriousness, I'm a senior here at Concordia with a major in theology, minor in coaching, and in the pre program. And I will hopefully be graduating in May. So, <laughs> thanks, Dad. Um, this year, I've been blessed to do a lot of traveling this year. So, if you went with me on these trips, let me hear you. Um, in November, I went to Austin, Texas. There you go. Um, this last Sunday, I just got back from a trip to Israel. And in September, I went to Detroit. Thanks, Alex. Um, before I begin, I want to give a couple quick shout-outs. One, quick shout-out to the worship team. You guys are doing great. I love all your songs. Two, shout-out to my family who came tonight. Three, shout-out to Barb. She made an amazing rap today. It gave me a lot of motivation. Uh, Garrett, are you here? I always shout-out to Garrett, so that one's for him. So I want to start by saying there are many things that we do in our lives that we become very competitive in. And through these things... Um, the only thing that we focus on is the victory that comes in it. And we're not focusing on the thing itself. And we're focusing on not being defeated. Um, we do this in card games. I do this in Euchre a lot. In mirror volleyball games, verbal arguments, and even video games like Fortnite. And for me, it's 2K basketball. Johnson Twins know what I'm talking about. Now, these can all be known as negative victories, where all it does is it makes us feel good for that little moment. Now, I played sports in high school. I played football, basketball, and baseball. I went to school in a small town, so we're not known for winning that much. Um, football, my first two years, we won three games. That was it. Three. The next year, we were lucky enough to win seven. On my junior year, in basketball and baseball, we were lucky enough to win conference, so that was really cool. But... That was only a temporary victory because we lost the first playoff game. Um, like most of you know, I am an avid Minnesota sports fan. I love the Vikings, Twins, Wild, um, Timberwolves, the Lynx. And as we all know, as a, Minnesota, as a Minnesota sports fan, we don't get to celebrate victory a lot, except for the Lynx. 
But there is one time that I can remember that. Now, it was one of the coolest moments that I've ever experienced at a Minnesota sports fan. But we all know the next week happened, and it was just a temporary victory. Now, there are many times when we have ultimate victories that help us form the kind of person that we are, the human that God has made us to be. Um, For some of us, the victory was making it through those awkward middle school years, making it into high school, passing your driver's test, getting accepted to college, graduating high school, finishing your first semester of college, or going into your last one, seniors, Um, and the list goes on and on. Some of the ones for me um, were being confirmed. It's a great day, graduating high school, starting college a year early, passing church history, and recently one for me was on our Israel trip. Um, We climbed... Um, Masada, Mount Masada, which is by the Dead Sea. We got three quarters of the way up. I'm walking by Dr. Schuler and he goes, oh, I'm pretty proud of myself at 60. I can still do this. And I look around and all of us are almost dying. <laughs> so it was a great, great victory for me. Now over the last few years, my 9 messages have included stuff about being defeated, God's plan for us, and being scared. Now all these topics ultimately come together to talk about the victory that we have in Christ. Now, through our lives, we, we get defeated because of the ups and downs in life. Like that awkward pimple phase that we had in middle school, um, where your face looks defeated because of our changes. Or the times here at school where we switch our majors and our plans um, in order to follow the plan that God has for us. And through the scariest moments in life when we do not know what to do, because you were afraid we might lose that loved one with cancer. These are some of the troubles that we are going to face in our lives. They're going to come up here and there. Now, this is just like the words that Jesus spoke to his disciples in John 16, verse 33. I have told you these things, so that in me you may have peace. In this world you will have trouble. But take my heart. I have overcome the world. It is in the same in our lives. Now, we will have trouble. We will have trouble. We will have trouble. We will have trouble. It's, it's a given. It's what we experience as Christians and being the sinful people that we are. Now, the devil works in our lives every single day trying to get us to fall into temptation. Um, In those times when we are exceeding him, we're getting in front of him and we're beating it, he's wanting to turn us around. When we start becoming successful, the devil is trying to step in front of us. It's kind of like this.
good. So this is what the devil uh, the devil's trying to do in our lives. No, I'm not saying Ross is the devil. I'm just saying that when we're succeeding in our lives, the devil is getting in front of us, telling us to pivot and turn our lives back around to follow what he's trying to say. And we need to be like Chandler and tell him to shut up, shut up, shut up. So we need to remember that through all these situations, it is the way that we are overcoming the world. We've experienced this because we were born into this world as children of God. And as we believe in Him, we are loved unconditionally by Him, which we are loved no matter what. First John 5 reads, Everyone who believes that Jesus is the Christ has been born of God. And everyone who loves the Father loves whoever has been born of Him. By this we know that we love the children of God, when we love God and obey His commandments. For this is the love of God that we keep his commandments, and his commandments are not burdensome. For everyone who has been born of God overcomes the world, and this is the victory that has overcome the world, or, excuse me, our faith. Who is it that overcomes the world except the one who believes that Jesus is the Son of God? So, the end of our lives is ultimately death, and it's something that we all deserve because of our sinful lives. But, our victory comes after death and the everlasting life. And that victory started when Jesus was not born in a manger. He was born in a cave. Take Dr. Schuler's New Testament. You'll learn about that. And it started off throughout his life. Preaching in temples, talking to, or, excuse me, preaching to the elders and the, people, the teachers in the synagogues, proving them wrong um, to his life and his ministry, and eventually, until he was betrayed by a close friend, suffered, or, excuse me, was tried, found guilty, suffered, and died on a cross for our sins. And three days later, when he rose, that is our victory. That is our ultimate victory that we have in Christ. It doesn't matter what we go through in our lives, the sin that we face every day, the ones that we know and the ones that we don't know. It was one for us on that cross, and three days later, and even when that time comes at the end where we're getting close to death or that loved one is death, we need to remember that they have that ultimate victory in Christ. Please pray with me. Heavenly Father, our life begins and ends with you. begins at birth throughout our lives and until we meet you at Heaven's Gate. Lord, be in our lives to understand that you are the victory that all we do is through you and for you alone. Thank you again for this day and thank you for those who came today to praise you and to honor you and all that you do for us, knowing that there is so little that we can do in return for you. And we pray, amen. Before we go into a time of prayer, I want you to think about what are those victories in your life and how we can um, turn those over to God and thank him for it. So thank you. Thank you for joining us for this week's 908 message. 908 is a contemporary student-led ministry based out of Concordia St. Paul. You can follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. We hope you join us some Wednesday night and are blessed through the words of our speaker.